This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Guy in uh, in Hamilton was saying, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we were talking yesterday, yesterday about the uh, the dude in London, Ontario, who won Max Millions, $500,000 with Lotto Max. Pretty sweet. Check this guy out. Zachary Zampini, 19 years old, has claimed a $250,000 prize. Oh. He scratched off uh, an instant scratch ticket, the Double Diamond. I've scratched a few of those in my oh, yeah? day, Jim. Yeah, it's like a, it's kind of like a slot machine. You scratch, you need three matching symbols. Mm-hmm. He says, I scratched my ticket in the store and I saw three pineapples. I didn't react at first because I couldn't believe it. He has since gone to pick up his check for $250,000 oh, from the OLG God. in Toronto. He's 19 years old. Oh, geez, <laughs> I could only imagine. Wow. Uh, he says that he is going to use the money to invest in real estate. Okay. And sports memorabilia. Hmm. Okay, that sounds more like what a 19-year-old would think. Maybe that's a good investment. Maybe not. Is there a riskier investment than sports memorabilia? Depends what you buy. Yeah, I guess so. Because if it's like a Michael Jordan, if you spent all that money on like one of Michael Jordan's like first game worn pair of Jordans, it's only going to go I don't up. Think, I don't think that would even buy a pair of Michael Jordan's shoes. Remember, they had an auction a couple months ago, and it wasn't. It was a shoe he wore in an exhibition game, and it yeah, went for like two hundred thousand dollars US. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I I would stick with real estate yeah. personally. Don't buy don't buy hockey cards <laughs> with the money. Get a high yield savings account and and just sit on that money for a couple of years. Maybe 20,000, 25,000. Get out there, get it out of your system, Zachary. Yeah. All that and then just sit on the rest. Just pretend you won 20,000. Like how happy would you be at 19 if you won 20 grand? Huh. So just pretend you won 20 grand, put the rest away like find somebody you trust to help you invest and then live live a great, you know, 3 weeks, 2 months or something like that. Uh-huh. And then live your life normally and just enjoy that cash that you got in the back. It's an unbelievable start like kickstart to your life to have $250,000 handed to you at 19. Mm-hmm. Don't mess it up, Zachary. This has been a Taz and Jim heart to heart. He bought the ticket. If you're wondering, if you're in Hamilton, you want to know where he got it. Hands Rainbow Super Variety. Okay. Which has got to be one of the greatest variety store names I've ever heard. I love it. Sounds happy. Hands Rainbow Super Variety. (laughs) Definitely lived up to the title there. $250,000 for Zachary Zampini of Hamilton. Weezer Hero. Jim Kelly, I'll send that song out to you. Whoa, really? Yeah, I think you deserve a, a big kudos here. Um, I got a study in front of me. It says 91% of people swore that they were going to get in better shape once fall roll, rolled around. It, COVID-19, everyone's been trapped at home, eating a lot of comfort food. Gyms have been closed. Kudos. And 91% of people said, once, once fall happens, that's when I'm going to get back on track. Mm-hmm. I don't have the numbers uh, as to how many people have stuck to that promise, but I assume it's a lot lower than 91%. <laughs> Guaranteed. <laughs> Half the people that were tweeting me saying they were doing Sober October as well uh, have already fallen off the wagon. But you're good. You have not smoked any weed or drank any alcohol in the month of October. Or smoked any cigarettes, which I do on 
Occasionally. Wasn't that hard to not do. Or had any fast food. That's pretty good, bud. I'm on a, I'm on a roll here. It feels weird I'm now. Sorry to like, put I, you on the spot, but you're still, you're still, you haven't done anything. No, no. No slip-ups at all. Zero, zero. I did, uh, I was hanging with some friends, you know, last week, and I almost, I was like, okay, you know what? I'll have a smoke. Like, who cares? That one's not even, why did I even put that one on the list? Yeah, and they why? Were like, but why would you have a smoke if you're going to cheat? Why would you do it with a cigarette? Wouldn't you rather have a hamburger like, or yeah, a, a nice cold beer? Yeah, but then the beer like impairs you and the weed. And then once you have one beer, now I'm going to have 40. So I don't like, know. You think you could just have one I, cigarette? I don't know. It was a moment of weakness. You know what I mean? So uh-huh. I just, I was like, I'm going to do it. And then my buddy was like, don't do it. You've come so far. And usually they're the worst. They're enablers. Uh-huh. So they have my back. So I, that was good. So I almost, almost slipped up. Um, but yeah, been going good here. I, You've I, been drinking the non-alcoholic beers, haven't you? I one night I did. I had six of them for no reason. <laughs> all all the calories, none of the fun. You realize that uh, that beers are one of the most filling things you can put in your body I when know. you drink the ones without any alcohol in them. Like you have two non-alcoholic beers, and you're like, oh my god. Yeah, I don't know, but it's something around like being a. You know, I've been drinking since high school consistently, so it's like it's so hard. You know, when everybody's around you to not have something in your hand, like, you know, when you're, when you're, when you're yes. driving, you're the DD and like, you just need like a something in your hand. Like, it's called it, a habit. Yeah. It's bad. It's a bad habit. Yeah. Trademark that phrase. I think it'll catch bad on. Bad habit. I like it. That's almost up there with, oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah. I mean, how many, it, it feels like this month is taking forever. There's still two weekends left. Uh-huh. Well, one and a half weekends, because you got Halloween, and then once the the stroke of midnight... Oh, my God. Halloween, then you can do whatever you want, right? And you'll have the Sunday fun day, I'm sure. Yeah. On November 1st. Yeah, that's going to be... Sorry about Monday, that Monday, November 2nd. Well, maybe we could plan ahead. Should I find a replacement for you for that day? (laughs) Does anyone want to come in and do Jim's job on November second? No, no. I, this is what I put myself through. I'm, 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 I'm going. Well, kudos to you, buddy. Keep it up, Carol Baskin. You know I'm fascinated with Carol Baskin from Tiger King, Jim. Oh yeah, she took the world by storm. She has uh, revealed to the press, to the media, that she is bisexual. I've always considered myself to be bisexual. Even though I never had a wife, I could just as easily have a wife as a husband as far as the way I feel about us. I think we are all one and that we are all, I just don't see us as being different genders or different colors or different anything. So Carol Baskin is into men and women. Hmm. You know what that means? Just when you thought you were safe, ladies. (laughs) (laughs) You know how her significant others end up. Uh Uh-huh. Under the old septic tank, allegedly. Or in a tiger's belly, allegedly. (laughs) This is, you know, I just think that she's a liar. I mean, I'm not doubting that she's uh, bisexual, but it almost seems like a way to avoid criticism where, like, everybody wants to call her a murderer, but then she says something like that, and you kind of got to go, well, good for her. (laughs) Good for her for opening up. Distraction technique. You're a murderer. No, I'm a bisexual. Well, we can't say anything. Oh uh, yeah, yeah I mean, she's a liberated you. woman. I yeah. get good, 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 good on you. Here's go, go for it. <laughs> whatever, whatever you want to do, Carol. Wow, so that this is a common thing amongst people who love tigers. That's Cause, right, because Joe Exotic. Well, Joe Exotic wasn't bisexual, was he? Um, I th- 
did he dabble a little bit? I think maybe he was just. Uh, I think maybe he was just gay because he had two two husbands at the same time. Right. But yeah, maybe you're just if you explore. You know, your sexuality, maybe you explore the animal kingdom as well. Yeah, well, that's what she says. She says, we're all one. She thinks, you know, uh, she's connected to nature and people are people. So Mm -hmm. she's willing to murder, I mean, uh, sleep with anybody. (laughs) I've got a feeling she's Thai-sexual. What's that? Like, she wants to have sex with those tigers. Have you seen (laughs) her around them? Yeah, she... There's something going on there. There's some heavy petting going on. Yeah. Definitely. Is she just gonna skate? I, I'm just waiting for Carol Baskin's comeuppance. I, one day there's got to be a news breaking news alert. Carol Baskin has been arrested. You think so? Ah. I. She's got away with it this long. I know. Hmm. Saving it for season two, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> extra, extra, read all about it. Extra. Fake news. You choose is the game. Nicholas is our contestant from Strathroy, Ontario. Hey, Nicholas. Hi. We are going to give you headlines. Turn your radio down, okay, so you can hear us. All right. Through the phone, and uh, we'll give you headlines. You guess whether or not they are real news stories or complete nonsense that Jim and I have made up. If you're right enough times, we're giving you $100 in Lotto Max tickets, okay? All right. First headline, fake news you choose, Nicholas. A drunk driver with no arms or legs crashes into a cop car. That's fake. No, it is. It is a real news story. Failing pile of garbage. Twenty-two-year-old Dayton Weber was driving in Maryland earlier in the month. He crashed his truck around two in the morning into a cop car, then hit a building. No one was hurt. Um, he doesn't have any arms or legs. I'm assuming his car is is retrofitted to help him drive, but he doesn't have to worry about that anymore because he was drunk and he's not going to be driving for a really, long time. Really gambling. I mean, just normal drinking and driving, gambling. Uh-huh. That's crazy. Yeah. Okay, uh, next one here. A suspect repeatedly tells Florida cops that her name is My Butt Just Farted. Fake news you choose. Um, is that one fake? Oh. Failing pile no. of garbage. St. Petersburg, Florida. Again with the Florida. There's a theme. They got a uh, call last Wednesday night about a woman who refused to leave a gas station. They signed, uh, showed up to arrest her for trespassing. I asked for her name, and no matter how many times they asked... She kept saying, my name is my butt just farted. <laughs> Imagine that was her real name. It was like Croatian or something. It just <laughs> pronounced that my way. My name's my budja. My budja. My farted. <laughs> my budja farted. No, her name was Melinda Lynn Guerrero. They eventually got her identification, and she has been charged with trespassing, and this is illegal too, providing a false name to law enforcement. I hope it was worth it. My butt just farted. Next headline, Nicholas, you got to turn things around here, buddy. Burglar sues homeowner after having allergic reaction to a pie that he stole. Fake news you choose. I'm going to say true. Oh, no. (laughs) Pile of garbage. That one's very believable, though. Who's your buddy next to you who told you to say true? 
That's my uncle. That's well, your uncle? Yeah, it. your uncle's ruining this for you. <laughs> Just like everything else. <laughs> uh, what do we do here? Because, okay, I'll tell you what. If you get one right, Nicholas, we're okay. going to give you the prize. All right? All right. Next one. Headline is, man who spent $12,000 on phone sex hotline demands refund after discovering it was his mom on the other end of the phone. Fake news you choose. True. Oh, no. (laughs) Pile of garbage. Awkward one to have with your uncle in the car. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think, Unc? <laughs> do you think your sis could do that? If that okay. happened in real life, you would definitely need the uh, the, the money back for therapy. Yes. Yeah. Okay, Last, you still got a chance. This is it, man. We're not giving you the prize unless you get this one right, okay? All right. Fake news you choose. A million-dollar flying squirrel trafficking ring in Florida has been busted. Florida? Million-dollar flying squirrel trafficking ring in Florida has been busted. Fake news you choose. True. Wait. You are fake news. That was right. (laughs) (laughs) It was the the seven guys in rural Florida were trapping flying squirrels, which is illegal because they're protected species in the state. They were selling them to flying squirrel dealers in, in Georgia who would find buyers in South Korea, in South Korea, and they were shipping them around the world. The retail value of the flying squirrels that they they seized, a million dollars. Holy. Yeah. Wow. Flying squirrels. Pretty cool. They're pretty sweet. Yeah. (laughs) Better than a normal squirrel. Oh, light years ahead of a normal squirrel. I mean, I know Exeter, Ontario, thinks they're great with their white squirrel, but that thing can't fly. It can hardly, (laughs) you know, jump. Congratulations there, buddy. You eked out a sympathy win here for $100 in Lotto Max. Okay, Nicholas? Yeah, thank you. Don't share with your uncle if you win the jackpot. Jim, I was living on the edge this morning. Oh, yeah? My car, when I started it up, reminded me that I had zero kilometers remaining in fuel. Ooh, scary moment. Uh-huh. Yesterday on my, my drive home, it said I had five kilometers. So I'm like, yeah, I got more than enough to get to the gas station. And then this morning, I fired her up, and it was zero. Hmm. So I got a little worried, but I was running late as well, so I decided to drive directly to the radio station. So still, I have zero kilometers <laughs> worth of fuel in my tank, according to my car. You're not getting out of the parking garage. May need a push. They do say that once that thing hits zero, that there is five kilometers left. Another five? Yeah, so if you had five, and then it went to zero, and then it was five back to work, you're probably actually at zero now. Got maybe like a kilometer and a half left? Mm-hmm. Have you ever run out of gas? Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was broke for a long time and would never fill up. Like, like I would have to go to the gas station and put like five bucks into my car sometimes. <laughs> the one time... I was uh, like 24, and I literally pulled into the gas station on fumes. Like my car, no, not even on fumes. It had stalled, and I had to pop it into neutral. Yeah, I had to pop it into neutral, and it just rolled in. Just, I couldn't believe it. It was a miracle. Like it was timed out perfectly. But uh, the route to work, I knew 
kind of where I was, like, that I could probably get to the gas station. It wasn't just a mystery gas station. I was, like, pretty sure I could get there, but I just made it. Yeah, when you're low on gas, you start thinking about, okay, is there a way I could go with less uphill Yeah, and fewer stoplights? Because if I have to stop, the chance of me not getting going again is pretty good. And then I would always think I have to go, you know, in residential streets so that if I broke down, I wouldn't cause like a huge traffic backup. That's not very considerate of castle. you. Yeah. Well, embarrassing is what it would be. That's yeah. I don't really you, care. What yeah, you weren't worried about everyone else. No, you just no. didn't want to be that dummy <laughs> caught on a dash cam. <laughs> everyone giving you the finger as they drive past you in an intersection. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, I, I probably ran out of gas before, but that one, it was specifically, I remember, so close. Have you ever had to get picked up by a stranger and get a jerry can go back to the car? Ever been there? No, but after that, I did buy a jerry can. I did, but and, ke- and kept it in my car just in case I had to hoof it and, and go get some myself, but I don't think I've ever been stranded. I remember the days where you'd put in, like, 250, like, in oh, high yeah. school. <laughs> I'd pull up to a, a pump and... You know, it's like I got two fifty now. Back back then, that would get you a quarter tank. <laughs> That'd get you four liters. But uh, I've never. I'm. I think maybe one of my ex girlfriends. I was in the car when she ran out of gas, mm-hmm. and that may have been the end of the relationship. Just because the fight that happened after. Yeah. <laughs> we got on the highway. It was when I was living in Kingston. We got on the highway. I think we were going to Toronto, and we didn't even make it halfway to Napanee, mm-hmm. and we ran out of gas. And I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> you know, is this is like your job. Yeah. If you're the driver. There's a light on the dash. If you're the driver, you're in charge of making sure there's gas in the car. It's not like you're looking over and making sure, yeah. Well, I, apparently I should have been looking over. <laughs> that was her opinion, so... <laughs> My cousin's Say la vie, it worked out in the long run <laughs> yeah. for me. My cousin's uh, gas tank meter stopped working and we drove up to Elliot Lake together so she would calculate like so the meter was always on empty so uh-huh. she would have to keep, keep track, track of, of the, the kilometer. <laughs> like what a hassle and a headache, but it was it cost like 500 bucks to fix the the gas tank meter itself. So she, that's what she would do. She would write down the gas mileage. Yeah, doing math is a lot cheaper than getting it fixed. <laughs> And some sad news breaking last night. Well, you know, let's let's not uh, throw in the towel here. But Jeff Bridges, actor Jeff Bridges, has been diagnosed with cancer. He posted on social media, as the dude would say, new sh** has come to light. I've been diagnosed with lymphoma, although it's a serious disease. I feel fortunate that I have a great team of doctors and the prognosis is good. I'm starting treatment and will keep you posted on my recovery. Hmm. Profoundly grateful for the love and support of my family and friends. Thank you for your prayers and well wishes. And while I have you, please remember to go vote because we're all in this together. Selfless. Love, Jeff. This guy, one of my faves. Jeff Bridges? Oh, he's the man. He's the dude. All the way all all the way from Tron till now. Yeah. Been a big fan. Uh, later in his career, he just was he'd knock it out of the park every movie he was in. Crazy Heart. Yeah. Where he was the alcoholic country star. Mm-hmm. You know, before Bradley Cooper was peeing his pants on stage, <laughs> <laughs> there was Jeff Bridges in, in Crazy Heart. That's a great film. Yeah. 
That character, I speaking of kind of cowboys, I liked him in True Grit as well, the remake of True Grit. He was amazing. Yeah, he makes a good cowboy, doesn't he? Yeah. Hell or High Water, have you seen that one? No, never heard of it, I don't think. Hey, watch it. It's really good. Hell or High Water, he's a... Uh, He's a cop. He's got a fantastic mustache. He's like a sheriff investigating a bunch of bank robberies. Huh. And it's a really good movie. Sounds Came, cowboy-esque as well. Yeah, he wears a cowboy hat in it. Came out in 2016. Of course, Big Lebowski. Uh, and from a just a great pedigree of actors, his dad Lloyd Bridges... Remember Lloyd Bridges? No, I don't. Maybe I would recognize his face. You would 100%. He was, uh, what were the Charlie Sheen movies where they're like spoofs of like Top Gun? Hot and Shots? The Hot Shots yeah. movies. He was the he was the boss, Charlie Sheen's boss in the Hot Shots movies. Yeah, he looks familiar, for sure. <laughs> he was great. And, uh, <laughs> Bo Bridges, Jeff Bridges' brother as well. Uh, he's got a lot of support, I'm sure. Everybody loves this guy. Like you wish he was your dad, kinda. I'm sure the ladies, the aunts out there listening, wish that Jeff Bridges was their husband. It was their kids' dads, yeah. <laughs> all those all those horny aunts. Watching, <laughs> all horny aunts love JB. Watching Jeff Bridges movies. <laughs> yeah. But he is he's uh he's a great guy, very uh, artistic, outside of acting, he does photography, he does painting, just a real renaissance man, huh? Mm-hmm. He recently did those like sleep aid apps too, where he would talk softly yeah. into you know a microphone, and then you would put it on your earbuds and fall asleep at night. He's one of the greats. And that voice, you're right, love it. I'm the dude, so that's what you call me, you know? Uh, that or uh, his dudeness or uh, duder or, uh, you know, El Duderino, if you're not into the whole brevity thing. The dude will abide. Jeff Bridges, diagnosed with lymphoma. He is going uh, undergoing treatment, and he will turn 71 years old this December. You got this, dude. Matthew McConaughey, one of your favorites, Jim. To love him, obviously. Matthew McConaughey has revealed in his new book that his father died while having sex with his mother. Really? Yeah. That's kind of the dream. Well, his his dad had predicted it. Here's the story. I just sent you the story over. I know you do a good Matthew McConaughey. Can you read the quotes? Okay, it's been a while here. Let's see here. All right, I got a call from my mom. Your dad died. My knees buckled. I couldn't believe it. He was my dad. Nobody or nothing could kill him, except mom. He'd always told me and my brother's boys, when I go, I'm going to be making love to your mother. And that's what happened. He had a heart attack when he climaxed. (laughs) At least he died doing what he loved, nailing my mom. (laughs) Last part, he didn't put it. All right, all right, all right. All right, that was great, buddy. <laughs> that's that is a, it's awkward that it's your mom. Obviously, that's great. I mean, if they're yeah. together still, so that's perfect. They're still in love. And well, stuff. that phone call it's it's double bad news. Uh, one, dad has died. Two, you have to picture him having sex with your mother. <laughs> right? That's a, yeah, that's terrible. But the, like, that's how as, we all want to go, right? It's an old joke. He climaxed, so he was able to finish in more ways than one. Wow! Like that's the big. That's the grand finale, they call yeah. that. I mean, awesome for the guy involved, absolute nightmare for the woman involved. Well, I don't know. Rigor mortis kicks <laughs> oh, in. and no. 
Round two. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Man, uh, he babe roofed it too. He called his he shot. He called it. Yeah. <laughs> Pardon the pun, but he called his shot. He just had a feeling. Yeah, I'm going to die having sex with your mom, Maybe Matthew McConaughey. Maybe he just puts in that much effort, you know? He really gives it 110%, and he knew he was going to overexert himself one day. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. So McConaughey, like father, like son, you think? He's got big shoes to fill there. Yeah. <laughs> living the dream. Well, I guess not living the dream anymore. Lived Matthew. it. Lived the dream. Died the dream. Died the dream. That's it. Oh, man. Hey, bud, you know, interesting stuff happens in the country, too, some, sometimes. So I guess she's time for the rural report. Rural? Rural rep- Rural report. There we go, bud. Yes, we like to focus from time to time on stories happening in some of the smaller communities in the Taz and Jim listening area. And who better to tell us about them than the pride of small-town Mitchell, Ontario, Jim Kelly. Yeah, bud. You ever heard tell of Wilsonville, Ontario, Taz? I don't think so. Where's Wilsonville? She's about 30 minutes south of Brantford, kind of near Waterford. Okay. That should narrow it down for you. Sure. Well, th- I feel bad for this farmer. He gets up on Friday morning, last Friday, you know, checking on his livestock. Something's missing. Does a head count. What's missing? 21 ducks. Specifically, 21 ducks were stolen off this guy's farm. What? I mean, who steals a duck? Honestly, like, are they trying to make a live action remake of DuckTales? What would you need 21 ducks for? And it's, they broke it down here specifically. Because I didn't know there was that many different types of ducks. But they stole seven Ancona ducks, six Cayuga ducks, Uh four Crested ducks, and four ruined ducks. So that's just in case you see a guy walking around Brantford with 21 black and white Anconas. He's not the guy we're looking for. (laughs) Different duck guy. No, this guy's into duck diversity. So I don't like, you know, you think maybe this is some crazy quackhead, you know, trying to pay some bills, (laughs) but it sounds like it's some sort of organized crime here. This is a quote from the OPP constable, Ed Sanchuk. He goes, it appears these ducks were targeted as other ducks were left behind. Is that really good police work? I mean, maybe the guy just ran out of trunk space. Because I don't, I never heard of people specifically targeting ducks. Like last time I heard somebody specifically target a duck was when my brother got a Nintendo Entertainment System for uh, for Christmas in 92. <laughs> Like, if you want, why do you got to steal duck? If you wanted a duck, why don't you just go down to the park and take them from the pond? They're free. Yeah, free ducks. Free Isn't ducks. Isn't there a sign down by this the pond? It says free, free ducks. ducks. <laughs> all, all you can carry. I, 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 I'm, I'm upset here. The, the, obviously, the duck farmer's more upset, you know. He had all his ducks in a row. <laughs> but, uh, you know, hopefully they find uh, the culprit and uh, it'll roll off him like water off a duck's back. Right. Also, is a duck's butt water tight? Has nothing to do with the. Say, I just wanted to say that. Sure. Maybe that's why these guys stole them. They're doing experiments. Yeah. So, if you know anything about the the quackhead that police are looking for, the duck thief, contact police. Call Crime Stoppers. Whatever you have to do. Must be or tough. Or Darkwing Duck. <laughs> Must be tough to be a duck farmer doing a head count. 
to, <laughs> to not throw goose in there every once yeah, in a while. Yeah, right? they look the same. Duck, 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 goose. <laughs> <laughs> and then you got to run around in a circle. Wondering if it's too late to get my kid in to play hockey for the season. He's turning four. A couple of his friends have signed up. They've been going, and and I just found out the other day. I didn't even realize that it was happening. Um, but I guess uh, kids are going to play. Parents may not be in the stands, though, because a uh, petition was sent my way, Jim. Please sign this. Only one parent allowed in the uh, arena when they bring their kid to hockey. It's not fair. Both parents should be allowed. Yeah, yeah. A couple texts coming in. The one parent thing isn't so bad until you have a disgruntled ex-wife that won't let you go in there. (laughs) And then another one says, uh, Hey, boys, with the kids not being able to have spectators, I think it sucks more for the grandparents who can't see their grandkids play. Yeah, keep grandma and grandpa out of it, though. You do not want them to uh, be the canary in the coal mine here. Yeah, yeah, especially if they're, you know, 70 Let's uh, go to the phone. Jeff, what do you want to say? I am calling about the uh, parents in the hockey rink thing. Yeah. So my dad is a hockey coach in Nova Scotia, and they had the limit of one parent in the rink with the kids. Yep. And after about two weeks, it was no parents in the rink. Drop your kid off at the door, and they mm-hmm. had security at the door because it was just all the parents. They had regulations if it was supposed to be one parent. Both parents would be going in the dressing rooms. The coaches would be telling them, no, you can't be in here. Yeah. Um, and they wouldn't listen. Oh, I can um, imagine. The parents would be <laughs> in the stands watching. They were supposed they had uh, tape over the seats so that you had to social distance. And they were ripping up the tape and just all <laughs> congregating together. Right. And just uh, with how strict Nova Scotia is with everything going on, they just shut it down. They said, mm. nope. No parents in the no parents in the rink. They should have put the tape over the uh, the hockey parents' mouths. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, this it's is just, a dream it's, though it's for not. a coach. For a coach, it's a dream because you get to go out there, do your job, help these kids learn the skills of the game, and you don't have to deal with the parents yelling from the stand. <laughs> Ref exactly. stream too, or trying to coach for you. Right. Yeah, thanks yeah. for the call, man. But but even then, it's only it's only a hand. Like it, I don't think it was all the parents. Just it, takes one to ruin it for everybody. It, yeah, it's just a, a few bad apples, right? Yeah. Thanks, man. All right, no worries. Have a good day. Hey, it's Taz and Jim. What's going on? Hey, what's up, guys? You got kids in hockey? No, I don't. But I played all my life, and I was just going to say that if uh, if your kids like and continues to enjoy it, and you see potential in them. Tell him that it doesn't have to be the NHL. He can go play in, like, Kazakhstan or something like that and still make a living off it. What about Ukraine? That's where mom's from. Even better. There you go. You already got the dual citizenship lined up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my, wife's, uh, my wife's family did everything they could to get out of Ukraine. I'm going to send my son back there. <laughs> Full circle. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. No worries. Have a good one, guys. Thanks for the advice. This is, he's got to make it. He's got to make some money playing hockey because I have not saved anything <laughs> for the future. He's this not is, a strong reader either. This, this is, last is my ditch. retirement plan. <laughs> he's, if he's not playing in the NHL, he better be a, a first, uh, first stringer over there in the Ukraine. Well, and you wonder why hockey parents are so stubborn, eh? <laughs> you got it. That's my son! <laughs> He's the, he should be getting more time on the ice! This is ridiculous! <laughs>
I've brought nine people to watch him play, and we demand that you let us into the arena. Nine people and two scouts. <laughs> Want to talk to the hockey parents out there, Jim. Uh, my my young son, Grayson, is obsessed with hockey. We've been playing hockey mini sticks in the basement since he uh, could pick the stick up. You know, he was one and a half, I think, he was he was taking shots on net. And scoring on daddy, on athletic daddy. Super talented. <laughs> you know, he's making the show for sure. Of course he is. Yeah. And, you know, this is my retirement plan. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, my kid loves hockey. Oh, of course. I, I didn't realize, I thought with COVID, hockey wasn't happening, but we had uh, the parents of uh, one of Grayson's friends over, and they were saying that their son is in hockey, and another one of his little friends is is doing this hockey uh, thing as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so now I feel like like a bad parent for not signing him up. I didn't even know it was going on. How old's Grayson? He's going to be four at the end of November. Yeah, that's still that's still young. I mean, it's basically, you know, skating lessons know, at this but, point. But his friends are there too, right? Mm-hmm. It's the it's the social aspect. Just being on the ice, uh, he needs to. I have no backup plan. He needs to make the NHL. <laughs> Get him young. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I I just don't know how hockey is working with the kids. Is it too late? Can I get him in still somewhere, hmm. or is it is it done? Do I even want to do it? Because I also got a petition sent uh, to me on Facebook from a friend says uh, parents should be allowed at minor hockey apparently there's limits uh, of the number of people allowed in the arena so only one parent is allowed to go in with the kid so who's tying their skates one parent all the kids skates no no one parent per kid you can't have mom and dad at the hockey game okay well that's my understanding yeah That's not that bad. Imagine the kids had the the learning curve. You have to learn how to skate and tie your own skates. <laughs> Took me till 12. I think my dad was tying my skates until I was about 35. <laughs> okay, but, so one parent per kid. Yeah. Okay. Because of COVID and, you know, hockey parents, they want to be there to cheer their kids on. Uh, you know, I, I could see people complaining if their kids were, you know, in competitive, like Adam hockey, you know, a little bit older, but, they, you know. I, I I get it. You want to see your kid grow and stuff like that, and it's kind of like a special time for them. But that doesn't seem that bad to me, as long as one parent is allowed in there. Yeah, like I could see if it was, you know, if the kids are in like grade six, you know, they're starting to be competitive and stuff. I know my my nephew is pretty disappointed. This is the year he was supposed to do body contact, start body uh-huh. contact, and, and they couldn't start that. So there's a lot of people complaining about hockey right now. But well, the OHL, they're not even going to have body contact. That's apparently. crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. Hey, it's Taz and Jim. Who's this? Uh, Ty. Ty, what do you know? You have a kid in hockey? Oh, I do, and I know for a fact that it's not too late for you to sign up. They will take your money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, we had a kid join uh, our kid's team, oh, probably about three-quarters of the way through the season and uh, just wrecked the playoffs for them. The, you know, the kid had, like, a bad case of their rickets or something, just couldn't skate. <laughs> he blew it for the- <laughs> He was a total plug. Man, those three extra weeks, though, of learning would have really yeah. put him over the top. Hayden, yeah. you should have stayed home. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, that kid, he just wanted to play hockey all of, all of a sudden. 
And uh, it was just totally unfair for the kids on the team, you know, who worked so hard to get so far. And then just, you know. How old are the kids we're talking about here? Uh, they're now 13, so they were. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's crazy. So, well, so a three-and-a-half-year-old or four-year-old, you think it's okay that I sign him up a little late? 100%. 100%. It's, it's definitely never too late. If it wasn't too late for that kid, it's definitely not going to be late, too late for uh, him coming up. So. And how are you doing with the rules about only one parent in the arena? Are you okay with that? They just started that this week, and uh, I get to be in, so... Yeah, let us know. Some parents are upset, man, and you don't want to deal with upset hockey parents. True. Very (laughs) true. But uh, it is what it is at this point in time, and uh, I guess we'll just have to rotate, you know, so. Yeah. Mom, I mean, there's got to be one parent who doesn't mind not going. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, really. I'm sure my wife would be fine with a couple hours at home without me and my son there. I could use a couple hours without her, too. (laughs) Thanks for the call. Thank you very much for checking out the Taz and Jim podcast. If you want to listen to us the old-fashioned way, live on the radio, you can do that on FM 96 in London or Y108 in Hamilton weekday mornings from 5.30 until 9.30. Or subscribe, keep downloading the podcasts, and we'll keep talking.